Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner Caroline Pope as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host and Australia's most recognized and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking with the Animals. I'm your host, Caroline Pope. Thank you for joining me. Thank you to everybody that wrote in after my last podcast or rant uh, about great expectations, the expectations we have of our animals and how they're often unrealistic. I was really surprised at your feedback and the amount of people that commented. So thank you to you all. I really do appreciate it. This week, I've decided seeing I've had five clients call me in the one week all with the one problem, which is cats that spray, that was probably a good thing to cover. Now, it is a common one. It's not socially acceptable and it can bring owners an awful lot of heartache because as we all know, spraying cat urine is not easy to get out of the carpets, the floor, the curtains, the walls, you get the gist. Now, the first thing we'll talk about is cleaning before we actually get on to the spraying cat. When you're cleaning up after a cat that sprays, don't use anything super strong smelling. Don't use eucalyptus, PinoClean, any of those sorts of things because the cat will feel that you're marking over its territory and you get into this whole cycle. Um, we've got urine off, things like that. I've always liked BioZet laundry detergent just quietly. Does It has enzymes in it which eat the odor. You just dilute it, mildly warm water, not hot, and use that. I found it works really well and it's cheap. We like that. However, you do need to also try and do it when the cat's not in the room because the trick is to make nothing of it. Now to get to the reasons why cats spray. Now, if anybody calls me and says, I have a spraying cat problem, my response is always the same. Now, I know some communicators won't, but everyone works differently and I will always, always insist that the owner take the cat to the vet for a urinalysis because over 50% of cats that spray have a UTI, urinary tract infection. Now, even if they've, haven't, they've had a history of spraying and it's just started up again, my response is always the same because it's completely unfair to try and treat a cat with a so-called behavioral problem that's actually in pain. And anyone that's had um, a UTI or cystitis or a kidney infection knows just how painful they can be. Now, don't get me going down the uh, rabbit hole of diet. I think you all know by now I don't believe in the dry foods. I am 100% raw species appropriate and it does control things very well long term. Work with your holistic vet and or naturopath for that. The 
few of the things that will set cats off. I have also known of a bunch of cats that have sprayed due to pain. So keep that one in mind. Just because your cat may not have a UTI doesn't mean that it's not letting you know it's in pain, particularly back end, um, you know, arthritic problems, pelvic problems, that sort of stuff will and can lead to cats that spray. So always be aware of that. Get the vet to check, just not for a UTI, but for pain and look for signs. Are they not jumping as much as they used to? Are they slower to get up? Have they got muscle wastage in the back end? Always a little harder to tell with the long-haired cats, but yeah, let your fingers do the talking, as they say, and have a good feel. These will all give you clues. Now, if you've ruled out pain 100%, the next biggest thing is the litter. Cats can often be quite fussy about litters. It may be the type of litter. It may well be... A lot of people have uh, ones with hoods and so forth, and a lot of cats don't feel safe with those. Go back to nature. You're vulnerable when you're toileting, so you want to be able to see what's going on around you. Cats often like litters in a corner so that two sides at least, they're literally their backs against the wall and they can see what's going on. A lot of cats don't like the traditional small litter trays. I never use them. I always use the really big storage containers, 55 or 75 litre storage containers. That way the cat can jump in, it's got room to circle and if it's a long cat it's not trying to balance on the edge. Most cats naturally really like to bury their toileting. You look at what a cat does naturally outside, it will dig and bury. Most people don't put anywhere near enough litter in. So you need to make sure, I literally put 12 or 14 kilo of litter in when I use the big trays because I can. And they have the nice side effect of when the cat jumps out, they don't take nearly as much litter out with them and you're not using the old dustpan and shovel 10 times a day. One of the biggest complaints and reasons cats will spray is because the owners aren't cleaning the litter often enough. As one cat said to me, and it stayed with me forever, if you go to a public toilet and it hasn't been flushed, you'll go and use another. So that means every single time one of your cats urinates, you go and scoop out the wet. Every time it defecates, you do the same. If you have two or three cats, every single time, any of them go, get yourself a little $2 scoops, scoop it out. That alone is often enough to keep a cat happy. If you want to wash the litter box, don't use chemicals. Use a mild soap, leave it to dry, refill. And a lot of cats have told me they don't like the liners. They don't like the way it rustles or feels. Might be convenient for humans Cats don't like them. Ditto a lot of the really um, strongly scented chemical litters. Try going back to some of the more natural ones and even just dirt from the garden if you're, you know, obviously not if you're in a city apartment. But a lot of cats will prefer that. So always keep that in mind. Now, the next reason cats will spray is often stress. 
And of course, what is stressful for us versus what is stressful for a cat can be very different. Now, there can be a million and one reasons why. It may be a new member of the family, a new dog, um, some things you can control if they don't like a certain visitor or something like that, or if they've got a new puppy, you know, keep the puppy out of the cat's way. Don't allow it to chase it. But there are some things, a lot of cats don't like the noise of construction. And unfortunately, particularly if you're in a city, you're not going to be able to get rid of that. Some things we can control, some things we can't. But there's certainly plenty you can do to make the cat feel comfortable. As I'm a nest practitioner, I always use Infoceuticals, Peace and Chill, um, or ESR are the ones that come to mind, and you simply squirt those on the cat's back once a day. can make a huge difference. You can always contact me for more information on those. People that use Rescue Remedy, the bark flower, again, um, although they do need to be given orally, or you can put it in the cat's water, that can often really help. And of course, we have the Fellaway um, sprays and plugins, certainly a go-to, but please keep in mind when you're not home, unplug them. I have known of house fires with them, so I'm always a little cautious. And when they are on, check to see how hot the plug-in is. Some cats will spray because they don't like the food. So it's an unusual one, but I've certainly known it to happen. So check your food. And one that's common and becoming more so is people that use scented candles or incense. I've actually known it. Look, it was a really, really odd case, but one cat had an allergic reaction um, and actually went blind to a scented candle. So keep that one in the back of your mind. Uh, But it is something Cats have a different liver to us. They don't process a lot of chemicals the way we do. And scented candles and incense are full of a lot of fillers, etc., etc., that can be highly, highly toxic. And a lot of cats don't cope. It makes them feel very ill. So if you have a cat, I always suggest only using good top quality essential oils in a diffuser. And of course, keep in mind that your cat's nose is a couple of hundred times more sensitive than yours. So if you can smell it, it's going to be pretty much overpowering for the cat. And of course, the other problem that can be very difficult to deal with is other cats. Now, if at their neighborhood fights and your cat doesn't cope and you can't do a cat enclosure, and you know the neighbourhood owner of the cat, try talking to them and saying, listen, don't know about you, but I'm having problems. How about you let yours out Tuesday, Friday, Sunday, and I'll let mine out the other days. There's plenty of times that has worked, or else one in the morning, one in the evening. You know, try and come to some sort of workable conclusion if you can't do a cat run. The marauding toms, particularly during mating season, can be an issue. I have always said, keep your cats in between dusk and dawn. That'll get rid of most of the predators. My apologies for Meko barking there. But if you, um, yeah, keep them in. If you can't do that, it is going to be a problem. If you can, 
I know they can still come up. They can come up to the window. They can upset your cat. Unfortunately, you can't control the outside environment. I have found that um, limiting sight access. So if you know that the cat comes around at 7.30 at night, have your blinds drawn down. The cat then can't see. Yes, he's still going to smell and there's not much we can do about that. But have the fell away on. And if it's construction noise, try some of the calming or um, imprinted music. I've got to say, um, I have found one of the nests, um, and I'm not flogging the nest stuff, but some of the imprinted sound healing music can be very useful for behavior as well. So consider a nice calming CD music, have it playing on loop if you're out at work and you know there's construction, that can often help. And as always, be aware of your cat's behavior. Try and look at when we spray. Is it because one cat always hogs one litter tray, in which case the rule for litter trays is one per cat plus one spare. So really, if you've got three cats, you need four trays and they need to be always cleaned out. But look at what's setting your cat off. Sometimes it, when people feed anim- multiple cats in a household, it can be just after food or before food time. That's simple. Lock them all in separate rooms, feed them, bowls come up, gets washed and put away before the cats get let out. That way there's never any inter-cat reaction over food. So it's being observant. And most times people can work out what happens, what's setting your cat off. And if you can't, try and keep a diary because if it's pain, it can be weather related. If it's just when it rains or just, particularly if you live in Melbourne, one of those major weather changes where it goes from 27 to 12 or something like that, that can set your cat's pain levels off then you'll spray. So always keep a diary because you'll be surprised. It'll suddenly be, oh my God, it's every time that kid down the road goes by on his bicycle screaming blue murder. That's when the cats get set off and you may not realize first time round. So keep a diary, but always, always, always remember the vet is your first call. And I know it's really tempting to try and offload the cat. And I have so many people that tell me they want to euthanize or rehome the cat because it's spraying. And as I said, I do understand. But you have taken on the cat. It is your responsibility. You know, no one's going to kill you just because you break a leg or get a urinary tract infection. We owe it to our animals to treat them with respect. And always remember, as the saying goes, an animal is for life, not just for Christmas. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Talking With The Animals. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. As always, if you have any topics you'd like me to cover, I'd love to hear from you. And please drop me a review. I'd really appreciate it. 
Until next time, stay safe and remember, talk with the animals. Thank you for listening to Talking With The Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com. You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator CST and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.